Hi I'm Siri and I am now good and ready to stream your WIA national news from the hub on VK1 WIA. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Hi there, I'm Graham VK4BB. Welcome along to National News from the WIA. This for week commencing July 25, 2021. In our 26th year of non-stop news. In the news this week, WIA Director and recently appointed President Scott Williams, VK3KJ. WIA Director Phil, VK2CPR. Jason will have the latest on the widespread flooding in Germany, Belgium and the Netherlands, and also how a repeater troublemaker in the Alps was caught red-handed, and a call for those listening and viewing to Workstation Before Tea this weekend. Felix dons his mask and tells us of a VK5 COVID contest on this very moment, a contest that has no end date set. In Worldwide Special Interest Group news, call VK3GTV and... Isn't GTV a great ATV call? Well, Cole has as a special guest ATV guru Peter VK3BFG. But now to WIA President Scott Williams. Hi, and it's my pleasure to be appearing for the first time on the broadcast in my capacity as President. Let me firstly say that I've been overwhelmed by the amount of support I've received in the form of emails, messages via social media and phone calls since the announcement of my appointment. Thank you to everybody for your well wishes and, of course, for all of your suggestions. I'm currently wading through a mountain of emails and trying to respond to everybody, so please bear with me. I would like to especially acknowledge our immediate past president, Greg Kelly. Greg continues as a director on the board and was recently re-elected for a further term. I'd like to personally thank Greg for his contribution to the WIA as president through what was a challenging time personally for Greg, with his own personal property being impacted by the catastrophic fires that swept through parts of New South Wales only a few years back. Greg will work closely with me in the coming months as we transition all responsibilities regarding the WIA presidency. As announced on last week's broadcast, Lee Moyle, VK3GK will continue to serve as Vice President of the WIA and I'd like to congratulate Peter Schrader, VK4EA, who was recently elected to the board. Many have asked me what my vision is for the future of the WIA and my vision now as the President is no different to when I joined the board in May last year. That is, to promote the wonderful interest of amateur radio and importantly, make sure that the WIA is seen as a trusted organisation that represents the interest of its members and the broader amateur radio community. One of the things in the short term for the WIA is to get back to basics, to make sure we are an outward-focused organisation that has a strong member charter, but always with an eye on our internal governance and processes. It must be remembered that the WIA is a volunteer organisation and it's important we harness this wonderful energy through all of our committees and the individuals that volunteer their valuable time and use this in a way that advances this wonderful interest. I have been so inspired by the many people who contribute their valuable time in kind to the WIA and yes, there is the odd mistake made, delay, issues and sometimes you might not agree with the direction or decision that is made, 
but this is no reason to publicly highlight these matters and, in some cases, humiliate individuals who are doing nothing more than their best to try and assist. To all the volunteers involved in the WIA, thank you for your ongoing contribution and putting your hand up to make a difference. It is truly acknowledged and appreciated. The other short-term objective I have is to work with the board to ensure the WIA has a more sustainable business model. There is no secret that the WIA has declined in membership over the last five years, and despite this decline has stabilised within the past 12 months, there is considerable effort required to lift membership numbers. Also, to ensure there is retention of members and no further decline. It is my personal view that getting back to basics, delivering on the promise to members, having a strong member charter and being trusted in what we do will strengthen our direction to achieve this objective. It is also the board's view that we must engage more frequently and strengthen the relationship with affiliated clubs. You might have recently seen that the WIA is looking for individuals to assist as club liaison coordinators and we would love to hear from you if you are interested in assisting in this very important role. In closing, there will always be tremendous respect and regard for the wonderful history that the WIA has dating back to 1910, but it's important we look forward and to the future. The vision for the WIA is the responsibility of all within the WIA and does not lay with a single person, a committee or the board in isolation. The vision is about where we all want to be in the future and there is no doubt we all have great aspirations for the WIA. The board will undertake discussions shortly on how we gain input to this vision and work towards a new era within the WIA. That's it for me this week. Thank you to all of those members once again for supporting me in the recent board elections and to the board for bestowing the great honour and confidence in me to lead this wonderful organisation. Cheers and best wishes, Scott, VK3KJ. Hi all, this is Phil, VK2CPR. I hope you're all keeping well in these difficult times. Peter Young, VK3MV, has been the IARU monitoring coordinator for many years and done a sterling job. He has given notice to the board that he wishes to relinquish the position and Peter has offered to assist the incoming coordinator to get established. In July 2021, the Secretary advertised for expressions of interest from the WIA members that may be interested in taking on this role. The WIA representation at the IARU Region 3 Peter has also advised that he has stepped down as director of the IARU Region 3 and he will not be renominating as a director. Any licensed amateur that is a WIA member may nominate for the ballot to be a director at the forthcoming triennial conference in September with the endorsement of the WIA. Peter is happy to participate as a delegate on behalf of the WIA to assist the WIA in its proceedings. The WIA may delegate others to participate and we would suggest that this should be a minimum of three delegates to cover all the proposed working groups. The WIA has the option of submitting papers to the conference. These may include information papers on activities and technical matters, such as 
suggested changes to the Region 3 constitution, changes to the Region 3 band plans, awards, organisation structure, youth development and other matters relevant to the IARU within Region 3. The WIA may nominate persons to act as coordinators for its various activities. This is a good way forward for a person to assist the IARU to gain a profile to seek further office in the future. Uh, basically, a be good stepping stone. So that's it for me. Cheers in 73. This is Phil, BK2CPR. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. We started an unrepresented zone. Most, no doubt, have spotted we run across the globe IARU region by region. Well, North Korea is not represented as ham radio is banned, but the North Korean capital cracks down on illegal TVs to prevent access to South Korean broadcasts and each Pyongyang household must report the number of TVs they own and they face stiff punishments for hiding them. North Korea has ordered residents from the capital, Pyongyang, to report the number of televisions in each household to stop them from watching banned shows from prosperous democratic South Korea, sources in the country told RFA. In North Korea, access to media from the outside world is strictly controlled, and TVs and radios are manufactured to only pick up domestic channels and must be registered with the authorities. But residents do find ways to access South Korean signals, either by using foreign televisions or modifying domestic ones. Getting caught during routine inspections with a TV that can pick up illegal signals is a punishable offence. News from Region 1. Unprecedented heavy rain has caused widespread flooding in Germany, Belgium and the Netherlands, with over 120 deaths and hundreds more people unaccounted for. The rains caused rivers to burst their banks and the water converged into major rivers like the Meuse, Moselle and Rhine, causing damage to bridges and other infrastructures such as power and telecommunications networks. Koblenz, the city where the Rhine River and the Moselle River meet each other, would be familiar to many of VK tourists aboard the many Rhine River cruises that saw waters of these two mighty rivers lapping all four sides of the famed Kaiser Willem Monument, which marks the place where two of the most important rivers in Europe meet. The Dutch Amateur Radio Emergency Service, DARES, was on standby from the first reports of floods coming in, with an initial attempt to establish a point-to-point link from the provincial capital of Maastricht to the north of Limburg province. This was halted due to heavy traffic as citizens followed calls to evacuate low-lying areas. Darris members were in contact with members of the Belgian Emergency Amateur Radio Service, BEARS, to cooperate and coordinate their work. The European Civil Protection Mechanism was activated and emergency groups across the region reported their governments sending extra assistance and supplies to the areas where damage was worse. The surge in flood water was continuing to make its way north leading to further evacuations and the radio amateur emergency groups started to get more focused requests with BEARS being asked to provide a backup VHF link between an emergency call centre in Brussels and the province of Hainaut where Darris had four stations active in the Limburg area ready to respond if an issue occurred. The emergency will last for some time as infrastructure is repaired and the threat from damaged dams and more rainfall is reduced. Repeater troublemaker caught red-handed. 
Switzerland's National Amateur Radio Society, USKA, reports on action to tackle the problem of repeater abuse. They carry a report from the UHF group which says, on July 2nd, 2021, in the morning, on various 70-centimetre repeaters, increased interference in the form of DTMF and siren signals were heard again. Various direction-finding teams were encouraged to track down the troublemaker and, with success, various bearings led to Bellevue, Gottschalkenberg, southeast of Menzingen, where two teams found an already-known radio amateur at 12.30pm. Two people then had intensive conversations with this troublemaker, who, as in a conversation on May 26, 2021 with another successful tracker, pretended to be stupid and clueless. Due to the waterproof bearing results and the repeated encounter of the same person at the coordinates of the respective bearings, there's no doubt that we've found the right one. Family of Reynaldo Leandro, Yankee Victor 5 Alpha Mike Silent Key, receives Michael J. Owen, VK3KI Memorial Award. WIA Director Oscar Rees of Victor Kilo 3 Tango X-Ray, writing on WIA front page news, says relatives of IARU Region 2 former President Reynaldo Leandro receives the Michael J. Owen VK3KI Memorial Award from Raymond Santoyo, X-Ray Echo 1 Kilo Kilo, IARU Region 2 current president. The award is granted by the IARU Administrative Committee as the highest distinction granted at the world level to acknowledge decades of service to IARU and to amateur radio. The family expressed their gratitude, indicating that besides them, radio amateurs were Reynaldo's other family. The simple and emotional ceremony shared virtually with a small group of his relatives and amateur radio friends started on a sad note because of the loss of the relative and friend, but one of them mentioned that Reynaldo would have liked for this to have been a happy ceremony and it turned into a celebration of his life, where some of the friends attending shared anecdotes of his life as a radio amateur. News from Region 2. Cuba, IARU Region 2, congratulates FRC on 55th anniversary. IARU Region 2 has sent its congratulations to Federation de Radio Aficionados to Cuba on its 55th anniversary. They said our congratulations to its board of directors and, in general, to all Cuban radio amateurs. The Federation of Radio Amateurs of Cuba, FRC, congratulates its more than 8,000 associates on this 55th anniversary of its foundation. The FRC, founded on July 15, 1966, is a member society of the IARU, International Amateur Radio Union, incorporated in the country under the legal rules governing the operation of associations. The FRC is a social interest organisation and its creation pursues the objective of bringing together radio amateurs and facilitating their non-profit vocational improvement. On each anniversary of the founding of the organisation that brings together Cuban radio amateurs, we somehow celebrated it and met at the provincial radio clubs and branches to recall issues related to this historic event that occurred on July 15, 1966. Remaining in Cuba, amateur radio operators regularly communicate between Cuba and Florida, USA. Last week, mysterious signals originating from Havana jammed the most popular frequencies. One hamster... Whiskey 7 Hotel Uniform Alex says he regularly uses ham radio to communicate with friends back in Cuba. He's done regular broadcasts from southern Florida and uploading them to YouTube under the handle W7HU Alex. 
Normally, he said, we don't talk politics and we don't talk religion. But last week, after anti-government protests started there, he was using ham radio to learn more from operators on the ground. Two brave guys said, we don't have internet, but we want freedom, Valadaris said. Soon after he began talking with those operators, though, he began to lose contact with them. Various frequency bands used by Cuban radio operators were full of static and interference. Western Cuba, around the Havana area, is the most likely area for this jamming transmitter based on algorithmic direction finding another hammer, Kilo Zero Lima Whiskey Charlie wrote. New U.S. experimental station Whiskey Lima 2 X-ray Uniform Pump are now operational on the 40 MHz band. FCC has issued the experimental call sign Whiskey Lima 2 X-ray Uniform Pump to conduct tests on the 40 MHz band. The owner of the call, Lynn Holcomb, November India 4 Yankee, reports that the station is now on air. The licence lasts until the 1st of July 2023. WL2XUP is intermittently transmitting WSPR on 40.662 MHz at 1500 Hz for FT8 skeds and tests and ERP of 100 watts can be used. To Region 3, work before T this weekend. From AS135, a group of Chinese operators are active as Bravo 4 Tango from Kaishan Island during this weekend's IOTA contest. This is a multi-two high-power entry. We'll have more on the RSGB's premier contest in this edition of the news you can trust from your WIA. We close this week with the weird and wonderful. Duct tape is really important in space. Among other things, it was used by the crew of Apollo 13 to build their improvised carbon monoxide scrubber called grey tape in the transcript. Amazingly, up until 2021, astronauts on the ISS just stuck it to the wall and had to remember where it was. A SpaceX Crew-1 finally brought a duct tape dispenser which can be operated with one hand, allowing an astronaut to stabilise themselves with the other. Even more amazingly, the dispenser was designed by high school students as part of NASA Hunch, a program that farms out tactical engineering problems to high schoolers. For WIA National News, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. ARG lockdown contest. The idea of the contest is to promote radio contacts between VK amateurs during the VK5 lockdown. Bonus points will be awarded for working ARG members. You need to ask as they have members in most states. And VK calls ending in PFNAZ. Why AstraZeneca and Pfizer? The contest started that very short notice last Tuesday and won't conclude until the end of this lockdown. Details from the VKCC, VK Contest Club and no doubt the ARG website. They promote contacts between stations and IOTA Island groups in the rest of the world and to encourage expeditions to IOTA Islands, which is the objective of this weekend's IOTA contest, which runs from 1200 hours UTC 24th to 1200 hours UTC 25th. Just a couple of stations, islands to keep an eye out for are GM7V, a multi-two station from Benmecula, which is EU010, from Kainia in the Monarch Islands, EU111, MM8C and EJ1E, who will operate from Bear Island, IOTA, EU121. The exchange for the contest is report, serial number and island number. 
August Presentation Night, Contesting on HF, VHF and Above. Reese's August Presentation Night is all about contesting on HF and VHF and Above. With the Remembrance Day Contest just around the corner, 14-15 August 2021, Reese, based in Hobart, BK7, want to equip everyone with contesting skills to ensure they get the most out of their RD contest experience. Martin, BK7GN, will be giving the high-frequency HF contesting lowdown, and Richard, BK7ZBX, will be covering contesting on VHF and above frequencies. Again, RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 14-15. Alara Contest. Combined phone and CW run over 24 hours starting on Saturday 29th of August at 0600 hours UTC, finishing Sunday 29th of August at 0559 hours UTC. DX Window. Spain. AM1 ASX is QRV until next Friday, July 30, to mark the Jacobian Holy Year 2021. HF bands using SSB FT8 and FT4. Senegal, 6W. 6W1 stroke EA4 ATI is in Senegal for about 3 months. Active on 8 to 10 metres using mainly SSB and UQSLVI EA4R. Panama. Special event stations 3F200AT and 3F200NG are QRV until November 30, celebrating Panama's bicentennial anniversary of independence, and the QSL route is via LOTW. United Kingdom, G. Call sign GB4RS is a special one from Great Britain and is made available to the President of the Radio Society of Great Britain, the RSGB, for their term of office. Currently, Stuart Byron is President and he says that he aims to use this call, GB4RS, as often as possible. TA1HZ has announced that he has moved to Eagle City in the district known as the Turkish Republic of North Cyprus, TRNC. He states that he has received the necessary permit for the local authority to be on the air as 1B-TA1HZ. The Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus is a self-proclaimed state, part of Cyprus, which is only recognised by Turkey and does not count for DXCC purposes. Also worth remembering, the use of the 1B prefix is illegal and is not sanctioned by the ITU. For VK1WIA National News... I'm Felix VK for FUQ Inningham. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole VK3GTV. Hello, our first story in the segments is special interest groups, summits on the air, worldwide flora and fauna program, and other adventure groups, including MOTA, MOTA, Minds on the Air. Most people are familiar with IOTA, SOTA, POTA, etc. Less well-known, however, is MOTA, or Minds on the Air. On the SSA site, Stefan Lehman, SM5YRA, said, The activity has its origins in the USA, and Johnny from Colorado, WJ0NF, is responsible for starting it all. In Europe, however, there is quite little activity, but Stefan has heard some stations, including France, that were operating. Maybe a fun idea to activate a mine. Stefan says that they have a lot in Sweden. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ARDF. Snow's Radioactive Observation Trial. Townsville Amateur Radio Club President Snow, VK4ME, is currently planning their 2021 Radioactive Observation Trial 
happening in the Townsville area from 11am Sunday, September 5th. The starting point is the Clubroom Car Park at West End. It will be fun for all the family, and a sausage sizzle is planned at the finishing point of the trial. Catering numbers now please to snow. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, Amateur Radio Victoria's DATV repeater, VK3RTV, commenced high-definition television transmissions on Thursday the 15th of July with a two-channel multiplex downlink using the DVB-T2 protocol. It's believed that this is a first in Australia. The system uplinks are on 1246, 1255 and 1278 MHz using either high-definition DVB-S2 or standard-definition DVB-S. All video trunking is via HDMI, with the exception of the media box which generates the local call signs and information for VK3RTV. This will be converted to a HD version in the near future. DVB-T2 is a second generation protocol with many enhancements over DVB-T. Stations are reporting increased ease of reception and one station, VK3GMZ, is accessing and receiving the system via knife-edge diffraction over Mount Dandenong. Very high quality pictures are being seen which can be viewed on larger television sets. Small print is easily read. The two multiplex channels, VK3RTV1 and VK3RTV2, are also streamed via the British Amateur TV Club. As this is a new protocol to Australia, only set-top boxes which are DVB-T2 enabled can be used to receive VK3RTV. The conversion to high definition was funded by members of the Melbourne Amateur Television Group. The annual DATV QSO party is scheduled for Friday the 27th of August and Saturday the 28th of August and may now include additional repeaters in the USA. The principle is that DATV stations transmit to their local repeaters and an anchor ports the signal internationally. More details of this event will follow in subsequent broadcasts. Peter, VK3BFG reporting there. On to Worldwide Special Interest Group's CW Slow Morse Course. Wednesdays with your host and instructor, Nick, VK7 Whiskey Whiskey. Frequencies and times are 1900 hours to 1930 hours on 3.580 MHz and then at 1930 hours on 3.567 MHz. So why not tune in and give it a try? By the end of the week, between Morse course sessions, participants may have learned 12 characters. Then it's time to practice them on air. Nick explains how to have a contact and the procedures and protocols. For those who may want some extra help, the website is reported as being very good. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, AO109, RadFXSAT2 slash AMSATFOX1E, opens for amateur use. The AMSAT Engineering and Operations teams are pleased to announce that AO109 is now open for amateur use. Users are asked to use efficient modes such as CW or FT4 for making contacts, since issues with the satellite make SSB voice contacts challenging at best. Inverting linear transponder frequencies for AO109 are uplink 145.860 MHz to 145.890 MHz, downlink 435.760 MHz to 435.790 MHz. 
A little earlier, I mentioned various OTER activities. Well, here's another one. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ROTA, Recipes on the Air. Ham radio aficionados will be joining barbecue teams from all over the United States in downtown Effingham this weekend to compete for cash and bragging rights at the Effingham Jam Barbecue Cook-Off located in the courthouse grounds. Proceeds from the event will support the Chamber Foundation of Effingham County's scholarship program as well as the Foundation's community-wide initiatives. The Kansas City Barbecue Society is the world's largest organization of barbecue and grilling enthusiasts with over 15,000 members worldwide and sanctions over 400 barbecue events coast-to-coast throughout America, Canada and Mexico. And with all the COVID restrictions happening worldwide, let's hope that they don't hit any snags. And on that note, I hope you and yours are well, safe and warm, and I'll have more Worldwide Special Interest Group news next week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Socially speaking, in VK4, the Redcliffe Amateur Radio Club's car boot sale, August 21 at 9am. In VK5, Australian Fox Hunting Championship and the Serg Convention, Mount Gambier, September 1819. VK4, the Cardwell Gathering, October 1 to 4 at the Beachcomber Motel and Tourist Park. Perth Tech, October 23, Rosebud Radio Fest by Spark at 9.30am, November 14. Now till next we meet. Yes, I'm Graham VK4BB and walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.